Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. How are y'all doing? Hey, hey. Hello. Doing good. How you doing, girl? Pretty good. I got my coffee, got my, my syrup. Yeah. My... Do y'all say syrup or syrup? Girl, I say syrup because I'm country. Syrup? Because my grandmother syrup. is a librarian and she was oh. like, You are going to like, enunciate all of those letters. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, my tongue is lazy. So I feel like at work. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I say syrup. <laughs> It's like at work, I noticed people kept saying accreditation. And I was like, that's not that ain't how that. you say it. That's my right. That's I said accreditation. Because that's that's how it's spelled, accreditation. It's a yeah, deep. but it's I like, heard a lot of people saying accreditation. <laughs> Great that nerve, you know? I'm like, is that? Okay. It's like, no, it's okay. that's, been, that's not right. Have though. I spelled it? Have I spelled it wrong? Right. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of words that people say where you're like, hmm. That's not, but that's not how that's spelled, though. Right. Listen, the fact that we supposed to pronounce sam- salmon as salmon don't make Girl, sense. It doesn't. I why, just, is the, why is the L there? Why is the L there? Yeah. Me, who, where, where did it originate? Probably determines that. Is that is a good question. Salmon, salmon. Because and I feel like the that... people who put the L in the pronunciation, like they. They they hang on the L, the salmon. You know, I'm trying to think because I know in Polish they say salmon, and I'm like, oh, that ain't it. Stop. But it makes sense. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. I think we're wrong. I think, and it maybe because it's a British word. Because it's there. Like, why would you have an L there to tell people to not pronounce to not pronounce it? Because like, in right. what other word is the L silent? So I said, right, I know. L is not one of those words that are silent. No. So middle, so it says the origin is Middle English, Samoon, S-A-M-O-U-N, from Anglo-Norman French, Samoon, from Latin, S-A-L-M-O. The spelling with an L is influenced by Latin. Oh, so we got a little, yeah, so, so Latin influence. Because the other ones didn't have an L in it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. we wrong. You know, Americans, we be wrong and loud, wrong and loud all Just the take, time. Who take you telling? So wrong, wrong and loud. And then say, then say this how you supposed to do it. Cool. This oh, but I was that person though. <laughs> okay. Like mm-mm-mm, you doing wrong. it wrong. That's not how you say it. <laughs> Let me correct you right quick. <laughs> I just play English is wrong, so whatever you choose. I know what you mean. Right. It's mean. all wrong. <laughs> but see, then English also is British English. Like, Europeans learn British English. So, that's like al- aluminum to aluminum. Mm. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. yeah. It's like a lot of, uh, like, West Indian countries who are Caribbean countries. Like, they, they learn the, the king's, the queen's English. Right. So, right. their pronunciation is much different. Tomato. So, I remember one of my friends Tomato. from Trinidad. She was like... You don't pronounce your T's in America. You all don't pronounce T's in words. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're right. We don't pronounce a lot of things. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought about it like fat. We don't really that fat. Sat. Right. Where is right. the T? Sat down. Sat down. Sat down. Sat down. Don't put it at the end if that you want to You can't even do that. Sat down. Right. That don't even have the same, you know, right. just sat down. Get someone sat down over there. <laughs> right. Like you how? Know? Oh, God. Like, how this do you do hilarious. that? hilarious. All right. Let's get on track. We done, we done. We so off. We done, uh, Look. Off. It's off your topic. fault oh. talking about syrup, sir. <laughs> I just was curious, just curious, because I did, I did say some syrup, my French vanilla. All right, so it sounds like everyone's doing well. All right, so what what have y'all been noticed going on in the world? So in the world, well, I guess we can introduce. Oh, you're gonna introduce our guest. I'm sorry. No, you We've fine. Because you know we just talking. Because that's what we were like. Oh, we can just have a good old time. Let's just have a, a conversation here. Um, here but we are joined by the amazing, amazing DJ Birch here, the blogger of Black to Poland. Um, yes. So, <laughs> DJ, you want to introduce yourself? Say hey to the people. Hello, everyone. My name is Deidre. I am the writer and creator for Black to Poland. And so I'm a nurse turned writer in a really weird fashion. But, you know, (laughs) love does things like that to you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. We are so happy to have you on the show today. And we're going to get into all Mm -hmm. of that. We're going to get into that crazy fashion and (laughs) how you uh, decided to move from like nurse to writing, move, literally move and just kind of take a leap and a step in the direction of your heart's desire. And so we'll definitely talk about all of those things when we get into the topic. So y'all stay tuned. Mm -hmm. We're not going to take a commercial break, but don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) But what is going on in the media today? So we were talking before the episode about the world opening back up because you know, the vaccines hopefully have been popping in everybody's lives, you know. Um, and so the world has been opening back up, especially here in South Carolina, you know, with the governor here talking about, you know, we no longer have a mask ordinance or we don't have to wear, we don't have to be masked and they're no longer required in public spaces and things of that nature. And, you know, people can now operate at full capacity and that's happening here, but that's also happening in the rest of the world. And so one of the biggest things that's going on is travel season. It's picking up. So what do y'all think about, or do y'all have vacations planned that are coming up here soon? Yes. Doesn't feel like soon. <laughs> Definitely feels far away. It's far away. Not- feels far away, but then once I start thinking about like, ooh, stuff I need to get like, oh, it's coming up close. So yes, yeah. I am planning to go out the country at the end of July. Um, It feels far away because practically when I get back, it's going to be time for school again. So I look yeah. at, because I work at a university, I look at the year in terms of like summer break, fall break. So I was like, dang, Vacation. the summer's almost <laughs> over. Yeah, because typically summer is when most of us take take our vacations. But yeah, yeah, so doing a really big trip at the end of July, and I'm still trying to plan a smaller domestic trip um, That'll be fun. before before this the year pops back up but haven't figured out where i want to go that'd be fun yeah something drivable even like canada is nice you should try it oh yeah canada drive is nice. drivable so it gotta be oh, I, i'm not getting no. on another plane 
until after this trip. <laughs> well, why ever not? I am April. <laughs> I am scarred. I'm about to listen. I'm about to pull some friends together. We're just gonna charter a plane. It's cheaper. I got a friend who has a pilot license. He just said, That's "Just hilarious. find a plane, and I got you." Let me tell you, the plane so, is cheap, but that gas, though, girl. Oh, that's that. That'll get you every time. <laughs> I don't want to pay for I, gas in the car. Okay, be like, oh, we gonna gas up a plane. <laughs> Like I got two dollars. Put twenty. I got twenty got on five. Like what can a hundred dollars in gas on a plane do? That shit. Like we are not. Go- you can get you on a boat. Girl, that's gonna lake. get you off the. That's gonna get you off the track. <laughs> like this is where we're going to take off. It's just gonna get you right. to the end. It was so bad. I almost considered spirit. That's how bad oh, it was. No, I'm scared. I I've never spirit done it one time and. When I tell you, I said I will never do it again when the girl in the back row opened up a nail polish thing and started painting her nails uh-uh. and had the whole plane fumed up with nail polish. Where was the fl- flight attendant? Girl, spirit. Yeah, they, probably oh, in yeah, the back getting probably. her nails done too. <laughs> She's probably flying the plane. Okay. With the UV it was so light bad. and everything. It was bad. That's my last spirit flight was from Miami to Puerto Rico and I remember I said Lord if you let me survive this flight I will never get on another spirit it was the worst flight ever it was so uncomfortable oh my gosh. we were packed like sardines and I just wanted to go to sleep and I remember there was a, I think I either had the middle seat might have been two row two seats and the guy had the window and I was just like, I just want to go to sleep. So if I fall against you, he was like, just go ahead and lean on me. It's fine. It's, <laughs> and his, his wife and kids are the president. I said, man, my promise. I just, I can't move. Like there's no, nowhere else. And he was like, the only reason we fly spirit, cause they had like three kids and it was cheaper for them to go home. Yeah. That makes cause sense. they have that so many sense. people they're traveling for. I can we couldn't that. sit. To- yeah. So I get that. I get it. If you got multiple people, but if it's only way I'll do spirit, it'll have to be, it's wherever I'm going is worth the risk of what might happen on the plane. You know what? I don't think there is one. <laughs> I'll just pay, like, I'm that person who I will pay $200 extra to fly out of Columbia. Yeah. Than yeah. to drive to Charlotte because of convenience. See, Charlotte isn't bad. See, Charlotte oh. isn't bad for me because one, I'm already on the north side yeah, of town. You are. So You're it's right. literally an hour and 20 minute drive and it's an easy drive i'd rather do that than even charleston something about the drive to charleston is is not quite as fast even though the distance it's not as bad it's not as Mm -hmm. bad i can promise you charlotte just i think because of where i am yeah because for you oh i've done both i got a whole uh you gotta get all the way through town yeah it's i I gotta get work i mean okay i don't work anymore i forgot um but (laughs) You do work. You do work. work. You're right. I have this blog. But, you know, like yeah. when I was in Columbia, yeah. I would just leave straight from work and go to Charlotte. Yeah. I've sense. never been that organized to uh Okay. To so be that able makes to leave I get it. To the airport. Backstory. Everything never. makes sense. I am sense the packet right before I got to get on the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. Never. I can't. I pack. So, do, do y'all pack in like, advance? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I do the night before though it's not like far in advance that it's is not advanced the night before <laughs> but I'm a that's not advanced no, no. I, I, I pack like 
two months in advance-ish. I'm like, ooh. Two okay, I like the way this looks. Throw it Are in you bed. still like, not wearing... Like, because I'm a, whenever I say I travel light, I only take a carry on, oh, and okay. I literally throw stuff in the bag as I see it. Like you know how you're going looking for an outfit, and you're like, "Ooh, this would be cute when I go to so and so." Throw it in the bag, and then you go through, <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh, this would be cute too." Let me put my bathing suits in there, just because I don't want to have to wash clothes. Mm. to be able to pack to be able to pack and that's me i'm like let me wash so i can pack yes and she almost cursed this man out in um spain because he tried to check me because (laughs) he was like you have an american size carry-on bag this is not european i was like oh wow you better be glad i can't get kicked out of this country because (laughs) you gotta get cursed out like you ain't paying for it check that bag for free thank you he was like we're only doing this complimentary and this will only happen one time oh wow yeah he tried it mm. girl listen my soul was touched because then he also tried to check me on being able to be there and he was right i wasn't supposed oh, wait, to wait a minute oh, okay <laughs> you traveling illegally what is happening right so, i have so I'm in the process of getting my temporary visa. And because I'm in the process of getting my temporary visa, we didn't find out. Or Mateusz didn't find out because I can't read Polish <laughs> and then some stuff doesn't translate right when you use Google Translate. But um, he didn't find out until we were there, like on the second or third day, that the temporary visa stamp that I get, that I have in my passport, is only so I can stay in Poland? Yeah, you can't oh. be traveling the world, ma'am. Not on a temp. Not on well, a, we had thought that not you on know, a, I tr- could stay. <laughs> yeah, you, you tried Europe. it. You tried it. He, he yeah, was he was like, kind. The man was was kind. No, he just you didn't could. know what the stamp said, so he was like, oh, "What does it say?" That's it hilarious. That I stay in Poland. Not all of <laughs> Europe. You like it gave me the whole continent. I can be on the we continent. Didn't know. <laughs> we did not know. And so it was just like, oh my gosh. Or Omwe Boja, I learned that recently. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is it? Omwe Boja. Okay. Which means, oh my God, in Polish. Okay. Yeah. Let's clear yeah. this up. Let's clear this up while we are on the topic of how we pronounce things. So we were trying to, we, I was trying to say hello in Polish on one episode and <laughs> it was so wrong. I know it was wrong. And you probably listened to it and was like really sorry. Like ain't nobody Listen, I'm still catching up, it. so you good. <laughs> so what is the correct pronunciation of hello in Polish? Well actually from what I have seen, some people do say hello. So hello is okay. Okay, okay. But Jean Dobre is like oh, good day. Man. I think I may have and said then, it sort of right. So, Jean Dobre. And you know what? If my thing heard me say this, he'd be like, she's saying it wrong. Don't <laughs> listen to her. But this is how my brain processes words. He's like, it's not Jean. I'm like, okay, so they have, the way it's spelled is D-Z-I-E-N. So DZ oh. makes like a G sound. So Jean Dobre. 
Okay, you know, I'm not gonna even try. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that stand. <laughs> Listen, I had to hear it 20, 20 million <laughs> times, and I was like, hold on, so does that mean good day or something? Jean Dobre, and it was like, yes. I was like, okay, I picked up on that. That's where we go. That's where we go. Yes, exactly. Okay, took a little detour, folks. We are way, way, way okay. down okay. the street and around yes. the corner. Well, so the initial <laughs> question was upcoming travel. Who has travel coming up? Upcoming travel. So I'm traveling in October um, to Curacao, which I'm super excited about. Ooh. It'll be my first like travel group trip. So, so I'm funny. amped. I'm amped. I'm going with a one of my one of my homegirls from Minnesota. Hey Simone, what's up? What's up? Um, so I'm going with her. I owe Simone a call <laughs> from like a year ago. I'm so bad. Let me tell we had you. a call scheduled, and I I completely I was just doing that. Just going through the day, and I was like, oh shit, we had a whole appointment. Give her a call, girl. Give her a call. Yeah. She has drugged me out of the house and was like, we going. We originally That's had a dope. trip planned for last year, but of course we had to cancel it. So we rescheduled. We're going to cure us out. And the tickets aren't that bad right now. It's actually cheaper than mm-hmm. I thought flying out of Columbia. It's cheaper. It's probably cheaper than my flight it's to much Jamaica. cheaper than your Jamaica flight. I mean, it's only You should like, just go uh, with them. You should just hop on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. My... Flight is more expensive than the four days resort I'm staying in. That oh God! So anyway, anyway, y'all go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Still. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. I'm hoping by then we make some more headway with these precautions or the safety measures, that right. type of thing. I hope some some more people continue to get vaccinated there because the numbers are going up. So I'm, I'm hoping oh. for that. Um, but oh. yeah, that's that's it. And do I do want to do some like trips that you can drive over the summer i do want that drive trips are fun yeah they're fun they're fun but yeah let's see i'm trying to think we don't necessarily have any trips planned but um one of my those neighbors her and um her boyfriend invited us to go to paris with them at the end of june and my thing was like i don't know if i can go I almost want to go by myself. <laughs> Just because Look, I'm like, I mean, you are working on the weekend. I'm not. I got a whole, you know, vacation, you know, account, yeah. you know, allocated for this. So, and then it's so much easier to travel here in Europe. Like, you could get, sense. I get a yeah. flight to France for like $100 or $200 nice. at the most round trip. And it's just like, you know, it's beautiful. We went to Spain mm-hmm. for three hundred dollars for the both of us. Wow! What? Which is like, let me tell great. you, I have always said I'm about to be an expat, and I'm so serious Listen, about it. Do I mean it is really worth it? And the thing about it is because you are already you already work for the government. Mm-hmm. They have I found um, under the federal government website they have jobs in like Italy, Japan. And stuff like that. I was like, if I had, I was like, my throat's no, like, nothing against you, boo. Love you to people. <laughs> but if I had known them, we probably wouldn't be together. Just <laughs> my bad. <laughs> because it's oh, so gosh. easy to travel. And it's just, like, I could, there's a job that I apply for. I mean, I'm probably not going to get it, but I still apply. And it's in <laughs> Sicily. I was like, and it's for um, the VA. I was like, how? Like, I will 
go to Sicily, live on the coast. Do you know, thing. get a but tan. Yeah. I'm here for thing. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely worth looking into, and especially if you are working, it's a lot easier to get a visa compared yes, to mine because you have a reason, can, a quote yeah, unquote exactly. reason. Yeah. So I'm basically okay. like coming here as a retired person. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Okay. So we got some, the world is opening back up. Um, travel is upon us. Uh, so speaking of, yeah. there has been a picture circulating um, and also topic, if you haven't seen a picture about the, the question of should women, and of course it's black women because that's the only time folks care about mm. stuff like this. Uh, should black women wear bunnets in public and why you shouldn't and basically it's been a lot of this is tacky this is setting us back and and this is blah 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 um so i'm curious if you all have heard or seen any of these discussions what are your thoughts about it i think i sent you all the picture on um yeah messenger the picture of in question and yeah so what do y'all think about that particularly you know uh deidre's you are avid traveling you know how it is you you didn't spend all this money getting your hair vacation ready and you got a 6 a.m. flight. Are you taking you taking the bunnet off for that flight? You un you undoing the twist for the flight? What's the I would what's the rule? Because okay, so in the back of my head, I hear my grandmother saying, <laughs> I know good and well you did not go out of the house like that. And because <laughs> of that, I like I will because what I consider my rollers or like a bantu knot or like a flat twist or something like that. So yeah, I'll take, I mean, I probably could leave the bantu knots in, but I don't right. usually get my hair done to go on vacation Okay. because I'm getting in the pool. Okay. I'm not skimping on none of that good stuff. Yeah. I'm getting in the pool. We just got to watch this and go on with our day. Yeah. So okay. yes, but I can't, yeah. I have friends who wear scarves and like bonnets to get someplace they're like i'm not trying to impress anybody and i'm like I'm... take this wrap down I'm gonna take it on humidity. Down. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah now i have worn my twist to the airport um but i do like a headscarf and so um i think that it's so funny that this conversation comes up probably about once a year for, for us black women you know what we should mm-hmm. and shouldn't do and the shoulds is what get me because <laughs> you know you're going to should somebody about their own situation. Um, right. But I have worn mine and I'll put a headscarf on. And so, you know, I wouldn't wear a bonnet. Me personally, I wouldn't wear a bonnet right. out. But I often, you know, walk that line of if I'm going to wear a headscarf, if you know, I'm going to put a scarf on and like twist it and make it fashionable and all of those things. Right. Then what's the difference? Yeah. If somebody wants to wear a bonnet, you know, it's a head covering. Yeah. So right. it's just yeah. because we've said, no, this is for nighttime and this is for daytime, you know, because we've put those yeah. rules on it is where some of that judgment comes in. Yeah. So I like to pay the devil's advocate there. Yeah. So You're for right. me, I would never wear a bonnet outside. Like if you see me outside with a bonnet, I'm sick. Somebody is chasing me. Call for help. Um. <laughs> ever now one 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 cop some i am being held hostage i'm blinking slowly come get me um so now i'll do a scarf i'll do you know i've done a bunnet underneath a hair wrap but i will never and part of it is because i I do think it's tacky 
Um, but I also believe people have the right to be tacky. Like that's my you're right. So I yeah. I think people are often tacky, but that's that's their business. So I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, oh my god, it's just like, ooh, girl, you could okay. Like so, it's kind of like, <laughs> um, and I for me, it's a setting thing. Like I and it's and I'm Southern black, so I have to often say it, Southern black and raised in the church. So you know, my level of judgment is very high, and um, <laughs> and also what has been taught and is saying, acceptable. I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I tend to think that things that that you wear to bed are not supposed to be outside. Like there's a same thing like with a slip. Like a slip is an article of clothing, but I'm not going to wear it to the store because it has a purpose. And don't the do same, that. <laughs> don't don't let it slip to the store. Not even. But you know you could. I mean, you can argue that well. I mean, it's covering everything. You can't see anything. But it's just like well, that's not the purpose of it. So that's how I look at bunnets. It's like yes, it's a head covering. But the purpose of it is to protect your hair while you sleep. And there are things, especially now, that can still protect your hair and look very nice, look very fashionable. Right. Um, like they just throw a scarf over it. Yeah, they've made the They have the bunnets with the little scarf into... around. Yeah. Like the turban? Yeah. It's cute. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And actually, so there I are ways... worn a scarf to the airport before. But it was oh, like all, to be all the cute, time. though. Yeah, it was And it was like a little tie in the front mm-hmm. you know covered up my little i band have often traveled with twists because my hair is rarely ever ready so i need those twists to sit in for a little while so more <laughs> often than not if unless i got like some braids in i am at the airport with a hair wrap like i do not yeah. wear my hair out when i'm on the plane one because the air like the air on the plane is horrible so i don't want my natural hair exposed to that so i intentionally try to cover my head but for me it was all what people were trying to attach to it so like the this is said in black oh, women yeah. wonder and it's like come on y'all stop like just it's okay to just say you that ain't what? for me it ain't for me like why can't we exactly. just leave stuff the thing. at that because you like, know those um internet warriors think that they <laughs> always right it is like write. this why like do you think say. a white yeah, do you think a white person was gonna be like, you know what? I was almost not gonna be racist, but then I saw these black women with, with a, a head, bonnet, a bonnet, and so now I got a no. uh, stereotype black people again. If only y'all would have wore a suit. It's like, come on, like stop. Right, First the of all, internal stereotype. I can't do that. Yes. like suits and dressing <laughs> cute on the airplane. I feel like it's against my um, personal religion. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm-mm. So I've learned to be cute on the plane. Because and I and I've I have to get a summertime airport outfit because I got my wintertime airport outfit is a uh, a cardigan use like a long cardigan mm-hmm. uh, tights and a really cute top and some tom so some shoes that I can slip on and all but that's still and comfy cute it's comfy and it's cute because I right. I went to the airport busted once and I ran into Tank and we had a whole conversation. And I said, never again. Never no because more. One, it was a super early flight out of Newark, New Jersey. And so I'm like, it's it's an 8 a.m. flight. So I had to be there about 6.30. So it's super early. And in my bag was overpacked. So I was coming back from New York. So I had to wear a lot of the clothes. Oh, Lord. Because my bag was too heavy. So I had, I, I think oh, I may have, I got to show y'all the picture of what I had. I had like three tank tops, a t-shirt, a hat, um, a jacket, and some regular jeans. It was, I was so not cute. And I look at her and I was like, oh, that's tank. And um, 
talked to his bodyguards and his found out That's that he hilarious. got his granddaddy from Dothan. Had a good conversation, took a picture, and I'm like, I am busted. <laughs> I am busted in this airport. That is too funny. So I learned. That's hilarious. Never. Again. I've had to dress on flights because I would always fly on my sister's um, benefits. Oh. And oh, yeah, that's beautiful. You have to fly, like you have to dress like you can't yeah. come up. They so yeah, you have to be I've business always, casual. Yeah, right? you have to be business, mm-hmm. um, or at least like you you got to look like you're going somewhere. You can't look like oh my <laughs> gosh, I just rolled out of bed. And right. but now when you know now that she's got a job now and doesn't always have to use the benefits, <laughs> um, <laughs> now you know you might catch me in some yoga pants and some, wait, can I use them? Let me tell you, the benefits <laughs> are this Jamaica trip. they're like golden handcuffs, man. Like they're I don't know, I don't want them. A, you don't want them. I did a boat. I did a buddy pass once and I cried because I had to spend the night in the airport you, in Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I've spent oh, yeah, the night you fly standby, in the right? airports. Yeah, you fly standby. But you, you kind of learn, you learn the tricks of the trade, you know, so you know how to take a red eye so you can sleep on the plane and not in the airport. Right. All of those different things. But yeah, yeah. So now you might catch me in some yoga pants and a Old Navy kind of little tee. Listen, you know, I wear a dress tight casual. and a sweatshirt. <laughs> There you go. And whatever my bulky shoe is going to be. Because, you know, there you go. that's how you are able to pack light. That's how you do it. So, listeners, mm-hmm. over the summer, if you catch us in the airport, come say hi. Because <laughs> I, I will definitely. We'll be in those friendly skies. <laughs> yes. I'm here that for is it. Funny. Yes. Cool. What will they say? Um, we'll be vaccinated and wait, what's the thing? Vaxed and waxed. Vaxed and waxed. Yes. Vaxed, waxed, and ready to relax. Okay. Oh. See, I was saying vax, waxed, and looking like a snack. Oh. Yes. I okay. like that. My t shirt. Okay. My line, they Listen. didn't my line sisters didn't like that for our t shirt ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They, they were like, like uh uh-uh. But I like it. Looking like a snack. Right. A whole one. Right. A whole snack. Okay. Walk up on me. I'll make my own, make my own some shirt. protein, carbs, and a little bit of fat. I'm cool with it. <laughs> a whole lot of it. A whole lot. All right, y'all. So thanks for rocking with us so far. We go, we know this is what happens when we have friends on on yes, the show. Deidre is a good friend of ours, y'all. If y'all haven't noticed, Deidre is a really good friend of ours, which is why we are kind of like chopping it up over here. Yes. Listen, I was telling friends that this is funny that I'm finally going to be on the show because I'm always like commenting in the background and I watch the show and I'm like, it's because I know them. And I'm like, girl, you know, good and what, you know what? They can't hear me. They can't hear me. I'm going to keep that in my head. Signs of a good episode. Signs of a good episode if you're talking back. Um, so we wanted to bring Deidre on to talk about, you know, taking the risk, taking leaps, because Deidre took a, a huge leap uh, recently. Um, and I still think the story behind it is hilarious because only Deidre could find love at Essence Fest. Uh, not just so, love, Polish love. Not Polish right. love. The, the blackest weekend of the year. How <laughs> black everything except a teacher. <laughs> um, a so we wanted to bring. As you yes. Say April. <laughs> yes. Yes. She got her own Deidreism. So we wanted to bring Deidre on just to talk about, you know, living life by her own rules. What's that been like? What's been pushback from that? And how she continues to keep that spirit and how can. You know, we do the same in our own lives, just in in, in a way that fits. Because I'm very risk averse, 
So my my taking risk gonna look like I didn't plan my whole weekend, and we just saw what happened. Like that that'll be my risk. So. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so let's let's start there, kind of. Um, so tell us the history behind Black to Poland. Let's start there. Okay, so Black to Poland is a blog I started because when I first came to Poland, I was starting to get, I guess, slightly depressed. Because I'm a very independent person and I went from being, you know, working a nine to five, doing my own thing, depending on myself, depending on family a little bit because, you know, I love them and stuff. And then like being completely dependent on my boyfriend and like not only contributing to like groceries and washing clothes and things like that. And so it was just like, this is a lot for me. And I don't know where I fit in here and I need an outlet. So I was just like, you know what? There are people who I love who cannot, who, well, they can't see what I do because they don't have social media. So let me start a blog. And so I started the blog and sent, you know, the information out to, especially the people who don't have social media. And then it just, you know, went on from there, but that's where it started like the blog part, but you know, the love part started in New Orleans. Yes, <laughs> in New Orleans. So tell yes. us how all of that started, the love part, how you got oh, Poland, and all of these things. <laughs> so um, Essence Fest 2019 at a bar called Fat Cat <laughs> with a woman singing live music and me and my friends just decided to walk in. And then we like were dancing and, you know, finally I like, we went from one side of the bar to the other side and I saw a man through the crowd and I thought he was looking at me. Okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking this man is looking at me and I'm like, oh, he is cute. So I'm over here, like get my friends to like verify, like, oh my gosh, this man is cute. And so I wave and he doesn't wave back at me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like this. This man, I know this man sees me. So then I'm like getting my friends to, to like wave, like to, to verify that he sees me and he doesn't apparently. And so <laughs> I wave again. He doesn't wave back. And so I go over to him and I'm like, excuse me, did you not see me waving at you? And he's like, what? I try not to stare. And I'm like, that's not the question I asked you. I asked you, did you not see me waving at you? Like, why didn't you wave back? And he's like, I try not to stare. And like in all like clarity, he did not see me, and um, he we never got to that part that night, but he didn't see me, and so um, we ended up talking. And I was like, okay, so what's your name? And he told me what his name was, which is Mateusz. And I'm like, where are you from? Where's this accent put you? Like I don't get it. And so he was like, guess and all this stuff. But then he told me he was from Poland. And like come to find out he was only in New Orleans for one night. And it was that night that he was there. And he was like, oh, well, you should come back to Florida with me. I was like, this man is going to <laughs> sell me into the sex trafficking ring. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy <laughs> is because I am a little adventurous and I'm like, right. you know, you only live once. So I was like, okay, yes, I'll go with you. But <laughs> He said he was going to fly me back, okay? So he was like, come with me to Florida tomorrow, <laughs> and I'll fly you back from Miami 
whenever I leave to go to Poland. And I'm like, hmm, this sounds too good to be true. But okay, I'm cool with going because you only live once. Why not? Why shouldn't I go, you know? And so, like, I asked one of my friends and she was like, girl, you live once, go. And then she was like, hold on, I'm drunk. Let's ask Deetra. (laughs) Let's check in with somebody else. Listen, you know, because sometimes I make decisions just off the fly. And I'm like, how the hell did I end up here? Okay, I remember now. (laughs) So we asked my friend Deetra and she was like, hell no. You're not going anywhere. That ain't cool. No. And so I told him, I was like, okay, so my friend Deetra said no. So I'm sorry. I can't go to Miami. Like, I have to stay here. So he was like, okay, well, I'm going to book a room. And I was just like, this man, because this is what happens to me, okay? This is another Deidreism. I go on vacation, meet the guy that I'm interested in, and they're only there for, like, this is the last night I'm there. And I, ne- like, I'm probably keeping in touch with them, but it's not the yeah, same. Just kind of Because I definitely had a guy who was from Turkey. And he was like, oh, we should visit each other. But he was trying to visit me for a month. I was like, I'm gonna be, I don't know you. Don't come here for a month. Don't visit your family. Right, exactly. And so he was just like, okay, I'm going to book a room and I'm going to stay another night. I was like, okay, this is all right. And then he told me he was an engineer and he was a carpenter. And I was like, this man could probably build me a house. <laughs> like... I was talking about marriage and he wasn't taking me serious. I was like, we could get married, move to Canada. We could do this. Like, I'm here for it. And he was like, okay, yeah, ha, 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 ha. He went along with it. He was joking. I was serious. And so we met for dinner or we met for breakfast the next morning. Actually, not even next. It was the same morning. We left left each other at six o'clock in the morning, went to brunch at 12 that same day. And then after we had brunch together, me and my friends did stuff. And then we went to dinner or went for drinks and dinner that evening. So it was like two or three dates in one. Yes. And it was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, he was great. This was awesome. I'm never going to see him again. Who cares what I do? Because that's who I am. Right. (laughs) That person. (laughs) Like, who cares? It's going to be great. And... It was like, okay, so we have each other's WhatsApp. So I sent him a message, like, just like, hey, I'm cute. Here's a picture. And then after that, he, like, responded back with a picture. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm in there. He liked <laughs> it. So. It's, that's all I needed. Like, just confirmation. You reply back on your way to Miami. I'm in here. And so after that, when because I was in New Orleans for six days and when I came back to Columbia we talked every day I mean and it was only one time a day because even throughout our relationship we would only talk once a day but it was just like once a day every day until he fell asleep and that was the gist of our relationship and yeah he was just the sweetest guy like I mean he flew to the U.S. to see me. Like, it's just crazy because even being in Poland, I've met other people who are expats and they come to Poland for love because nobody, like if anybody, if anybody's yeah. here who isn't Polish, they're like, 
why did you come to Poland? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, for love. And so then I was telling people like, oh, you know, we would see each other once a month. And they're like, hold on. So you mean to tell me you flew back and forth to see each other? And I'm like, yeah. And so, I mean, comparing that to people who live in Europe and they're like, hold yeah. on, I complained about $100 tickets once a month. You had 600 like $500 tickets once a month. And I'm like, Girl, yeah, I mean, let me tell you, know, you the, work the people what you won't even do. drive across town, okay? Listen, and be in the same state. And be like, wait a minute, exactly. you live in Lexington. Why are we texting? <laughs> Who are you telling? And I mean, like, these are the things my dad told me about. And he was just like, Deidre, if a man wants to see you, he will make a way. There is nothing Hello. that will stop him from seeing you. And Hello. so my dad's like story to me when I was like 16 was when he was, when he turned 18, he had a girlfriend who lived in Spartanburg and he was like, and I took the bus to see her. He was like, so if somebody who has a car can't come see you, I took the bus. So if they can't take a bus or find a way to get to you, they don't want to see you that bad. And so I was like, man, but see me being who I am. If I want to see you, I'm going to see you. I don't care. Exactly. No, because I think that's it's who vice I am. Versa, right? I <laughs> you think know? it works two ways. Exactly. Absolutely. And so it's just like he figured out a way to see me or to be with me. And even when I was like, no, don't you come because that's too expensive. He was like, okay. And then he would be on a flight. And I'm like, what? and he's like, can you fly me from New, New York to Columbia? And I'm like, okay, I do have points. <laughs> so I can't fly you from New York to Columbia, but why did you book this flight for a weekend? And he's like, I mean, I just couldn't be away from you for another month. Aww. And it's so it's just oh, stuff like so... that. It's just like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I love you. He's like, I don't know if I love you yet. I was like, I don't even care if you don't love me. <laughs> like, you showed me that you love me. He's like, but I'm not sure. And I'm like, you ain't got to be sure. You just, you've flown <laughs> to, like, you've come to my family reunion. And y'all know, yes. black family reunions are like, side eye. They were like, oh, so this is your husband. Y'all are newlyweds. I was like, oh, we're not married. I met him two weeks ago. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> like so yes so he like he he's moved and grooved pretty well with the he people did. in my he life adapted very yes. well and so it makes it makes it easier because uh it's just crazy because i came here and i don't know the language right not so even you a have now been in poland how long have you been in poland i've been here for six months now okay okay yes yeah and wow, that went by quick I know right like it seems like it went by so quick but it seems like forever because winter was like three four months so mm -hmm. it was yeah. harsh <laughs> it's definitely different than Columbia yes. temperatures <laughs> very different than Columbia like oh my gosh 
So it's how was crazy. it for you to make a decision to, like you said, you're, you were trained as a nurse, you are a nurse mm -hmm. and you had a gainfully employed, amazing job here at a university right. and working and you made the decision to quit your job, to pack up, sell your home and to move. How was that right. process for you? And like, what were some of the, the responses that you got from people when you made that decision? <laughs> so like it's funny because before I met my coach I was on a plane with a flight and not a flight attendant I don't even know why I said that but a travel agent and we were talking about one of her friends like I was telling her how I was like I've come to the decision I think I just want to like sell everything and move to Europe mm -hmm. and she was telling me how she had a friend who did that and she became a selling nanny so she would, she knew how to sail on boats. And so she was the nanny oh, for the children girl. and sailing. I yes. was thinking, I thought she was like selling the babies. babies. I was like, no, that's why I had to say boat. I had to put that in there so that way okay. you would know where I okay. was going. Yeah. So <laughs> she was a market a for selling. everything. Yes. Like if you got something, use it. Because that's what I have been learning. Like anything you got, put it out there. Somebody That's a it. word. Listen. And so I was just like, okay, like that, listen, I could be a nanny. Like I'm certified. I know how to do CPR on babies and children. I got this. Okay. And then I met Mateusz literally within 12 hours. Wow. And so it's just like, oh my goodness, everything kind of just fell into place. The timing. Yeah. Yes. And so he was, um, he, so he didn't want me to move here. Because he is very concerned and compassionate and all these things that are just like, oh, those are great. But he was just like, I don't want you to move here because I don't want you to leave your family and I don't want you to like leave your job and I don't want you to give up on this. And I was like, um, you love your job. I like mine. So if you love something, then it means a lot more than just liking. I was like, because I love the people I work with and I love the people who obviously in my life, but I can go visit them. I was like, but you can't like, I was like, but loving a job that you're in is completely different. So, right. right. And I was like, and so it's easier. Like, so for him to come to the U.S. would have been a little harder because mm -hmm. even if he had sold his apartment and you know, sold his car and stuff like that. Cost of living in the U.S. is four times higher than it is here in Poland. Wow. So if you can imagine, I was like, it's it's not comparable. Even yeah. though he is a um, mechanical engineer, so he would have been able to get a job, but it's just that wait because it would have been, yeah, it's like a six month to a year wait. And I was like, I mean, I can support you, but I know you wouldn't want me to support you because of the person he is, you know? And so I was like, and then your dad, he helps his dad with his carpentry business here. And so I was like, and it's just a lot for you to be here. So I'll just come to Poland. Like I can sell my house, sell my car, sell everything and just come there. I was like, I mean, it's no big deal, you know, save up money throughout the year. And so... I made sure I saved up. My goal was $12,000 for the, like, to cover yeah, me for one yeah. year. And so I was like, okay, I'll just have to cut back on everything. So we literally 
I mean, and COVID kind of helped because you couldn't mm-hmm, do anything mm-hmm. except buy a bottle of alcohol at the grocery store. <laughs> right. you know, or go to a friend's house or go to a parking lot <laughs> and drink in and a parking kick, lot. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like a lot of things. Like, even though I'm very disciplined when it comes to financial, being financial about stuff. So it wasn't that difficult for me. It was just like, okay, I won't do this. I won't do that. I will cook everything. I can't, like, I bought an espresso machine and made coffee at home and stuff like that. So it was, like, cutting costs at, by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, my goal was to make sure I saved half of my paycheck every month, period. Like, that was it. And so I saved the money. And then selling my house was, like, helped me with money. And then selling mm-hmm. my car helped me with mm-hmm. money. And I didn't really... I sold some like items from my house, but I used, mainly gave everything away. Like, right? It was drastic. <laughs> like, I cried giving away plants. April, I was like, April, here you go. It's okay. They still over here. I don't know if you want to see them. As they long as they are here. still like, if, as long as there's one leaf, there is always oh, yeah. hope. Let's you see. know, is exactly know. that's what I'm saying. One leaf equals Let's hope. See there we go can you see that is all you need listen I understand and so it's just like I everything was drastic like I cried (laughs) several times because of course that's a huge move like and it wasn't even so much as to being like oh I'm leaving my family because I I tried to make sure I didn't cry because I knew my family would be emotional if I cried every time I saw them and stuff like that but it was like packing bags that was difficult I was just like oh my gosh okay like I would pack a bag and then after packing a bag I would have too much stuff <laughs> and then so you have to get some have things to away. Get, yes, and it's like you know how you go through your closet and you're like, I'm gonna give this stuff away to like Goodwill, and you're like, okay, I'm cool with giving that away. But then, like, imagine going through your closet, and be like, okay, I'm good with giving this stuff away to Goodwill, and then packing a bag and being like, okay, half of this stuff fits, nothing else fits. So I have to go through the stuff that I want to keep and still give away half of that. Ooh, and that like happened continual with downsizing. Yes. And it was just like over, it was such a mental process. And my thing was yeah. just like, why are you crying? Like, it's just stuff like send it to your dad's house. And I was like, what you don't understand is if I send it to my dad's house and I don't wear it for a year or even six months, you might as well give it to Goodwill because well, there's no yeah. point, you know? Right. And so you didn't need it exactly and I'm like I've lived without it I can like literally continue to live without it and he was just like it's okay why are you crying I was like you don't understand <laughs> like bawling in the middle of my empty behind living room because I've oh. given everything away and I'm just like you don't understand I'm giving away everything and this is for you and he's like like he doesn't know what to do <laughs> so he's just like well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, pack a bag. Stop asking me questions. And he's like, okay. So he's like over there folding everything and like putting scarves into bags. It was hilarious. But like I was able to downsize everything, like a hundred like twelve hundred square feet of a house downsized into five bags. Yeah. Wow. And like wow. 
be okay with letting everything go. Like, cause even when I got here, I was like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have given away those shoes. And I should have given away that. Yeah. I should have kept this. Yeah. But I mean, I'm here now, so I'll have to buy something. But else. that's also a good <laughs> lesson about just the how attachment to things. Right. And how in at, in the end, you know, some things are replaceable. Exactly. You know, like there may be memories associated with um but I think that's a good lesson. So I guess I have a question of what what have you learned about yourself as a result of this move and like what's what's one thing that you you've learned about yourself that you didn't didn't really know or hadn't thought about before? Let's just say be careful what you pray and ask for, okay? Oh, <laughs> trust, Let's put that message out there. Trust. That's because a shirt. I have prayed for patience. Right? Oh, no, you don't I ever pray for, pay for, pray for patience because you get more opportunities I, to be patient. When I tell yeah. you, because this is like, I've gradually become more patient as I get older. And I know that just happens, like, I think with adulthood, but I've got like, Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> like, I have been, like, especially with COVID, because coming here would have been easy any other way like it would have been yeah. easy we'd have been able to do this we've been able to get into this i've been able to travel i've been able to do everything that like i thought i was coming to poland to do and when i we so we searched different ways for me to get here and one of the ways was like getting a long long distance relationship visa through Am through amsterdam it was Wait, a thing that they had. I didn't even know that was I a thing. I didn't know that was a Listen, thing. It was a thing that they started apparently because of COVID. Because, you know, people oh, had no. been apart for, at this time, probably wow. like a year. Because, you know. There is yeah. like really a whole world out months. there that I know nothing about. Listen, I didn't know about this world even until I, you know, happened Black upon to it. Poland, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was just like, oh my gosh. So we were going to try that. And so we have a lawyer who's helping me with my visa process and stuff like that. And so it was like, okay, well, we'll try it. And so they got the um, someone to call. Uh, I don't what Amsterdam is in Great Britain. Where's Amsterdam? Girl, girl, girl I don't know. There, that <laughs> place. Okay, we called them. I okay. see. I'm not saying nothing. Not about to have. I was like. I didn't know where Poland was, so I'm not even this person to be doing geography. But anyway, I told you don't don't ask me to pick out Kentucky. Or South I don't know Dakota where Eastover is, and that's thirty minutes from where I stay. So <laughs> you know what? I get it because I don't know where it is either. And I, I don't. I don't South Carolina. And so um, we were going to get that visa. They called and they were like, "No, we will not let you in." With a long distance relationship visa, and so this is probably like midway to me coming to Poland and I'm just like at work bawling and my oh, supervisor's wow. like what is going on and I'm like I probably can't go it's just like I'm oh my god asked like, like made that call breathe. because it's because of the way things are you you have to call and then the thing is, is like like anything that you do, because you know, like some places will give you free stuff. Some places will give you a discount if you just ask for it. But so the person at the border determines whether or not you can get in. 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's stuff like that that's just like, okay, so it just depends on the person at the border and it just depends on this and it depends on that. Oh my goodness. So even getting here was like, okay, so if I drive into Poland, can I stay? They were like, yes. If she gets into Poland, she's good. And we won't say anything once she's here, but she just has to get in. So this is wow. like, yeah, patience is a virtue. It's still a virtue. <laughs> listen, because my struggle is still real. And like, so, but that's one of the things that I've learned, even with patience with people, because being in a country where you don't know the language and it's frustrating because, okay, so I, my grandfather had a, a third, third grade education. So he didn't read. And so being here, like me and my best friend had a conversation and I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly how my grandfather feels right now. Because, you know, you pick up, I bought, I was buying cottage cheese. Your girl bought sour cream. And so (laughs) I was just like, this is how it feels. Because I remember one time my granddad specifically bought fat-free mayonnaise. Duke's mayonnaise at that, which is like, that's like bait. That's bait. Okay, do is bay. I don't, you know, I will argue with you on that. But he got fat free dupes. And I was like, Mama, like, who got fat free dupes? Like, who does that? And she was like, Shut up. Your grand grand got the fat free dupes. Like, don't say anything. You know, yeah. he just picked it up thinking that he had the right thing. He and you know he he can't read it. So it's I was yeah. like, this is how it feels and it's Hmm. very intimidating at times but mainly frustrating especially when you're like okay being in the U.S. you don't know many languages I could just say that like generally most people don't know more than one in like a half language oh yeah and so coming here and meeting people who know like three languages yes don't it make you feel like I've wasted my life yeah. Like, what have I been doing with the last few like, years? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> and it's just like so. And I mean, most of them don't know Polish either, but they still know like Spanish, French, German, you know, English. I'm like, first of all, you learn English, you're halfway there. But Polish is so freaking hard. I take my hat off to anyone who learns it. Like, I only dedicate one word a week. <laughs> one statement a week like I literally today just learned how to say I don't know Polish <laughs> literally today that's important that's important know. that's an important phrase though that's Listen, an important phrase all I say is nah no Polish and they're like okay and they get somebody else because I Jean Dobre hey, Dobre be a chore. like I'm good like I can say hey have a nice day we good but you know it's it's difficult so those are the yeah that's what I've learned about myself is that I can be patient and like because you know you can't get kicked out of the country from cursing someone out you know like if I curse you out you can report me to the police they can kick me out I have to go back to the U.S. let me 
I'm not let just walk it. away. Let me keep my patience. Let me keep yes. my patience. Watch your mouth. Exactly. That's so funny. And one of the things you said was like it was a mental process, like just the process of moving, the process of yes. like getting everything ready for listeners who may be thinking about being ex an expat. What yeah. are some of the things that you found useful to help you kind of prep mentally for such a big transition? I think the best thing that I did, and I don't even know if it would be as easy now because of COVID, but the best thing for me was coming to visit Matos a couple of times before I moved here. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, mm, yeah, and it was just smart. like, I couldn't imagine living in your apartment and not knowing how to like function in this space before coming here because yeah being familiar with something makes it easier to transition and even being familiar with the people who you're going to be around because his neighbors are like he lives in what I would consider as a smaller apartment um complex compared to other places in Poland or even in Warsaw, because it just depends on where you are. And so there's probably like eight, there's three on, two on the first floor, and then like five buildings or houses, units on the second floor, or well, I don't know how they number anyways. And then there's probably four or five on the top floor. So it's smaller. And so it's like a community. So it's it's a little different because even if he doesn't know something, he knows somebody who can tell him or introduce him to someone who knows something. And it's okay. My number one thing, and this is a question I always get, like, would you have moved to Poland if it wasn't for my thoughts? No. So go someplace where you know the language from being familiar with the language Mm. is golden like yeah. I feel like even being in Barcelona so yes like even being in Barcelona because it could feel very isolating and so it's like it's difficult yeah. because like okay so in Barcelona they are, their um number one language is Catalan Catalonian or something like that and then Spanish and then you know they speak English but even there like I mean, here also, you have people who are like, I don't speak Polish or I don't speak, I mean, I don't speak English. And you're like, but you definitely just had a, like, we just spoke a sentence together. <laughs> and I feel like we could have got somewhere with that. And so it's just knowing a piece of the language is helpful or even knowing someone. And so my number one thing that I wish I had done or thought to do when I first got here was to join a like Facebook group, any group you can find with people who, even if they are not in the same situation, but at least have this, like are open to welcoming you. Because I joined Girls Going International, Warsaw, and my life changed. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, because I found my <laughs> own little friend group and it's like, okay, we can go to the park together. Okay, we can do this together. So it makes the transition a lot easier. So I think that's helpful also. That's big. That's yeah. big. It yeah. Life changing. <laughs> <laughs> like in a lot of ways. Like, oh, let's go to dinner. What? 
Let's do that. Yes, I want to go to picnic. Do you want drink? Yes, I want drink. Who doesn't? You know? So it helps with me being a social person to have a group that I can like go to outside of no. my boyfriend's friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's helpful. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the biggest thing for me about your story is how inspiring it is for women, for black women, you know, like you said, you know, being able to say, this is what I believe I should be doing. You know, this is what I want to do, Uh regardless of people who are saying the naysayers who are like, what you doing? Where are you going, girl? Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. Like I told a lady that, um, because she was asking me something. I was like, no, I'm not based in the U.S. anymore. Like I'm in Poland. And she was like, oh, what took you to Poland? I was like, you know, my boyfriend. And she was like, oh, girl, you good. I'm like, but first of all, do you have a man who's taking care of you? No, okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that because okay. then that sounds rude. <laughs> like, excuse me, knock, knock. <laughs> and I mean, so it's just, yeah, like, and it's not even so much about the part of him taking care of me because that, I mean, it's a big deal because it makes my life way easier. I don't have to worry about if I get a job. I don't have to worry about all those other things. Yeah. But it's still like we take care of each other. So even in the, like, while he's working at home, because I think he's gone to work maybe two or three times since I've been here because everything has been shut down and it's just now reopening here in Poland. And so, but he's had a meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or, you know, he's had tea and he's had water and he has, he's had other things. Y'all done? I'm sorry. And so, and he said other things. And so it's like, yes, he takes care of me, but I take care of him. And when he was in the U.S., he didn't have to worry about anything there. And so it's just. Well, I think it's also a good example of, or good, yeah, a good example of parameters for taking leaps. So, like, it's right. it's cool to be risky and to to take a jump, but you also need to be smart about right. it too. So, like, being able to take that type of risk and move to a place like like Poland, but also knowing you're going there with someone who can take care of you financially right. until you get situated, because it's going to take time. Right. Because that adds a whole other layer of stress if you got to move, do all this transition, and you got to figure out you know, that type of stuff right. so that makes mm-hmm. taking that leap, you know, to be like, Even yeah, more. do it, go do it for love, but make sure you got a, a exactly. solid landing. Make sure you got a, a plan. Net. Yeah. And, you know, beyond yeah. financial, like you've talked about the ways in which he's taking care of you emotionally, how y'all take care right. of each other yeah. in that space, you know? And so exactly. I think really being able to have thought through risk mm-hmm. taking, you know, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. like I planned, <laughs> planned for this. Like in, in the thing also is even if you plan something down to the T, it is never what you think it's going to be. Because you living in the moment is a completely different situation than like what you dream of. Because your dreams are usually like, yes, everything's going to be great. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn Polish. And I'm going to do this. 
and it's just like and then you live in that moment and you're like okay so um <laughs> maybe being I'll learn like next week. <laughs> a quote unquote housewife thing is not for me love all of you to pieces like I literally take my hat off and give it to all the stay-at-home moms because like it, oh my gosh and even planning because like I've talked to my best friend and you know her and her husband decided to be like she would stay home when they had children and even she was like you plan for it you know what you decided you made your decision but even in making that decision you still regret it sometimes you still have moments where it's like dang it did I really do this I mean like I wake up I haven't done it recently but about two months ago, I woke up and was like, I'm in Canada. He's like, wait a minute. No, no, I'm no, not. Never mind. I'm still in Poland. Yeah, okay. <laughs> never mind. But it's, I mean, and it's not saying that I regret any part of my decision, but it's still like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is, but it is. Yeah. It's this ode to living your life. You know, I think we right. get so many messages about you know, you can live your life when X, Y, Z is in place, right? Right. You can live your life after you retire, or you can live your life after you have kids or after you have a career. And it's an ode to saying life is happening right here, right now. Exactly. So it's so important to be able to take some of those risks, you know, not Mm -hmm. haphazardly, but take risks that sometimes, (laughs) you know, aren't necessarily in the plan. You exactly. Know? Um, so I, I really appreciate that part of your story. And it's very inspiring, I think, for people to think about it in that way. Right. I mean, I understand. And I definitely because I mean, even so I'm in like a couple travel groups. So like Girls Fun International, what else am I? Girls Love Travel group and like some other group, like some other travel groups. I think Black Girls Love Travel or something like that. Women Love Travel. I don't know. Anyways, I'm in several, but I've definitely had people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to move to the country with my boyfriend and my visa still in, or my passport still in that country. And I'm trying to transition and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's okay. Just breathe. Like, thank God my thing was stuck in the U.S. So we were together for the five and a half months that we had to wait. And so it's just like different, but it's like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You will get what you want. And even in the situation where you don't get what you want, or even if, because I mean, I've even told my fellowship and he gets mad at me when I say this, but I'm like, even if this does not go the way we planned, or even if, you know, you say, oh my gosh, I hate living with you. I can't do this ever again. I can't do this anymore. I don't regret anything I did because like, Absolutely. I mean, you only live once. You might as well have fun while you're doing it. Like, <laughs> money can't go with you when you die. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to say that it. again. But make sure you have a um some stock. Um, put some money in that stock and um have a retirement plan and all this other stuff. Life insurance, please. Okay, I got a policy before I left. Hallelujah, praise God. Um, so <laughs> that way, you know, and make sure you get your travel insurance. April. Sorry, make sure y'all get travel insurance. insurance, Thank you. That's real, right? And I mean, even with travel, like the things that people don't think about 
are the things that I always think about and obsess over. So because I'm slightly obsessive, I know my, you know, weaknesses <laughs> and stuff like that. But, you know, like I made sure I got life insurance before I left. I made sure I have a year long travel insurance. So that way, even if I'm not here because it only covers me for the first 60 days that I'm here. Okay. And then after that, like, I'm just living on whatever I got. But, you know, it covers me if I go to another country or if I go to another wherever. And even like, I never even thought about this, but people in travel groups are like, make sure you get life insurance, even if you travel across the state or like across the country. I'm like, I never thought about that. They're like, if you get hurt or something like that, then your life is like, not life insurance, but you know, travel insurance covers you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's just small things and make sure you have a credit card that covers expenses in the country you're in and doesn't charge you. Because if it charges you, that's the money you're giving away. I love all my dollars. Okay. <laughs> so I, I need to keep them. Okay. Like so, making sure all of that yes, is in place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you know, um, like making money off of spending money. So even credit cards that, you know, you get points for or credit cards you get money back for, like all of that. Like these are the things that I thought of like before coming here. So you know, I got different credit cards. I probably called several different credit card companies and even like um, banks. They have online banks that you want to make sure that they have international bank or not even so much an international bank, but a bank where you can like even if you're charged at the ATM, you get paid that money back. And so it's just different things like that that you don't necessarily think about if you don't really I guess travel as much because when you, you know, when you get, when you go on your first international trip and you get, had use your local debit card or credit card in another country and then they charge you 2% to every yeah, dollar. They charge You're like, you on that. Hold up. Why? What's why did y'all charge on? me? And then it's like, oh, so I just gave y'all the extra $10. Oh, okay. So. I need a credit card or a company that has a debit card that I can use in this other country. Like international. Yeah, international um, card. So that way they don't charge me for this, like charge you for transactions or charge you for using your card at the debit, like get it, checking money out mm-hmm. and just simple mm-hmm. stuff like that, that you don't necessarily think about, but I needed to make money because I knew I wasn't going to be working for at least the first year of being here. So yeah, it's just, It's things like that. Yeah, you know, I think it's important to, like you said, be able to take those risks, be able to kind of live your life in the moment, but doing it in a way that you're doing your research, you're making sure that you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's and those types of things. So exactly, this has been a great conversation, Deidre. It's been really good to like hear your story. (laughs) You know, I've heard it before, but I think it's great for others to hear the story and to think about like, how how are we living life, you know, and yeah. we'll say, you know, living life is not just waking up in the morning, you know, there are right. other things that are out there um, in this world, other, other paths that are there that exactly. I think we don't often, we don't often dream and wish and wonder and, and act on. And so it's a great way to think right. about it in that right. way. 
Yes. So before we kind of move into Send One Your Love, tell everyone where they can um, check out the blog and get connected to you. So I have a Instagram, a Facebook page, and a website under blacktopoland.com. It's B-L-A-C-K-T-O-P-O-L-A-N-D.com. And that's where you can find me. <laughs> check her out. Check her out. She also got some merch on there. She got some merchandise. Listen, go on you know. it. <laughs> go yes. 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 So let's yes. move into the next segment, sending your love. This is a time where we talk a little bit about, you know, sending love to people, entities, things in our lives that have either, you know, made us feel extra loved or we just want to pay it forward and send some love towards that direction. So as we move into that, does anyone have a space, a place, a person, a thing, all the <laughs> nouns that you want to send your love to? <laughs> Okay, I do have one. So I would like to send my love to all of my family, friends, and the people who are supportive of me. Like, it means so much. And it brings, like, the biggest smile to my face, even when someone's like, oh, my gosh, I love your blog. Oh, my God, I'm about to cry. So, yes, that's, those are the people. That's real. Yes. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm going to send my love to my mom. Um, she sent me a nice little thoughtful Aww. package uh, the other day of, of I'm just thinking about you in a really thoughtful card. But I had no idea because I did not <laughs> check my mail regularly. She's like, have you got my box? I'm like, I check my mail like once. If I'm not waiting on something, oh, I do not check my mail. So it was cool. So nice. sending my love. Nice. She just had mom. a birthday pass, right? Not too long ago. Yeah. Uh last happy, month. Happy birthday. Yeah, April 19th. Happy birthday. <laughs> I want to send my love to Deidre. I'm going to send my love Aww, to you cuz I really thanks. do tell people about your story all the time. Aww, um, makes me feel special. You know, not that I'm telling your business in these streets, <laughs> but it's out there. <laughs> talk about it in a way of like live your life, man. Like life is so yeah. short. Life is so you know, like each and every moment, just being able to take it in and say, I'm going to make a decision that feels good for me as opposed right. to this plan or this, you know, this thing that we have to do as women, as black women. And so right. being able to like live your life, I tell people in hopes that it's as inspiring to them as it is to me. So Yay. I'm going to send my love all the way to Poland. Thank you. <laughs> all the way there. Yes. <laughs> Listen, my favorite part be like, don't let nobody tell you they can't make time for you. I, was like, I got a friend who do came from right. across Thank the country. You. So I don't want to hear no excuse, no <laughs> yes. excuses, no excuses, no excusing. Right. No it's like, I love what your dad said. When a man exactly. wants to see you, he'll see you. And that goes for he'll anything, anybody, period. period. Anything. When they mm -hmm. want to do it, they will yes. do it. And when they exactly. don't, they will make excuses. So pay attention Pretty to high. actions. Like I said, look at actions, not amen. words. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening. This has been like an episode right. slash catch up uh, with friends moments. So we were at a little long today, but it's fine. Y'all get to get a sneak peek in, inside mm. our world of friendship. Um, Deidre has been great chatting with you. We miss you dearly. Can't wait yes. to come stateside. 
Um, maybe I'll get to Italy next summer. We we we, we are resubmitting the trip I will proposal come. again, <laughs> so we'll see if we get if we can make that happen. Hopefully, we won't have another pandemic that cancels it. But um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. You can find us um on Instagram, Facebook at the number three Sykes and a Mike. You can email us at three Sykes and a Mike at Gmail. We are also on all your favorite streaming platforms. So take a listen if you have suggestions or ideas on topics you'd like for us to cover. Uh, shoot us a message and we'll get to it. As always, thanks for listening. Y'all take care of yourself. Bye. Bye.